The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. And I'm not. Thank you very much, Alliance. All the way from San Carlos, indeed. I hope they join. uh, I hope they sign up for that glorious uh, Pladio thing again and win it again. Alliance can go two in a row. I want a follow up to that wake up song, damn it. Here we are cruising into May, and I still like it. Not even messing around with it with the sound effects yet. Someday I will. It'll get tiring, but we'll get there. U-Fest weekend is upon us, and uh, this is a big thing. I'm excited. Brady asked me yesterday, he said, time you heading down there? And it's just hard for me to leave the house ever. And I'm like, oh, it hurts to say this out loud, but probably around 2.30 or 3. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it just makes for such a long day. I'll be there at 1230. I know you got to be there early because you're doing the interviews. Yeah. Who are you most uh, looking forward to talking to? No. Godsmack's always fun. The guys, the yeah, guys from are. Godsmack are actually fun. Yeah. Uh, Sh- Shannon from uh, from Godsmack's always great. Yeah. They're good. And you're going to interview people all day. Yep. Van's coming up to Brett who's going to be out there all day long chatting away with Fitz, I think. You, yeah. You guys yeah. are going to be out that. Fitz is all excited about uh, Fozzie because, you know, him being the big Jericho wrestling Jericho. fan. And, stuff, and he's so. always good. Oh, yeah. He's always good. You can just hand the mic to Jericho. He'll take over. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's great. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got PR training from the yeah. WWE days, and mm-hmm. he's he, that dude's good. And that band's good. Like, mm-hmm. Fozzie turned out to be a pretty good band. Yeah. Uh, they're out there. The Warning. I'm interested to see them, because uh, uh, yeah. last year, Plush surprised me. I was like, oh, wow, okay, check out these chicks. And then when, that song we heard yesterday from, from The Warning. From The Warning. I, I was like, it a lot. okay. Plush was, Plush was fun last year to hear. Because they were, they seemed still so shocked that this was happening to yeah. them. They were like, "This is amazing!" Like people are here to, and they know our name. And but again, Plush hasn't really popped since. But they got a new album that they just put out, or right. they're working on. So, so we'll see if they can go. Yeah. The warning's interesting, and then of course, nothing more. Uh, local ties, always to that. great live. They're always great live. This is a good show tomorrow. So, uh, Ufest tickets still on sale. If you want to do the walk up thing, you probably do that. Well, you seen the just, uh, email that Larry sent out? About yeah, it. That about, looks oh, here cool. I'll print it off for you so you can. Uh, are we almost all closed? No, down? no, no. Little idea. That's be some, really uh, clever. Oh, I do. Oh, about the Easter the eggs, golden tickets. Yes, yes. There's golden. Tickets. You got it. You mind no, but I, okay. I know a little bit about it. It was basically online. They're going to hide a bunch of passes. 
and you can you can search them out. And what do the passes get you? I don't know that. Uh, like meet and greets and stuff oh, no like kidding. that. So here I'll probably oh. what he sent us. I, I don't know the details. I just know we were talking about it yesterday. I'm like, that's pretty cool. It's uh, comboed up with the we do it every year. They'll still go around and uh, like upgrading could be tickets. Us. Yeah, and, yeah. We'll, we'll pull you out of the crowd or whatever and yeah. uh, take you back for a meet and greet or. So here's the thing: you go, you go to the show. Uh, if you get tickets, you get in there, and be sure that when you're in there, uh, you're looking at social media, 98 KUPD social media. So you got our our Instagram and our Facebook page, mostly Twitter, probably, and then hints and clues will be all over where the golden tickets are hidden. Is it like augmented reality where you got it's like Pokemon? You got to go find the golden ticket on your phone. And I haven't stuff? got that much out of yeah. it yet. Or if they're actually like you know on the property under somewhere. something. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. So it's because they're saying get there early. So yeah. I, I'm assuming there's. A reason why there's some hiding places around there. right if you're early that's the you know you're just gonna scoop up all the tickets but we're gonna have little uh you know backstagers and meet and greets and things like that just hidden around through social media because you can do that now you can have your phone actually add to the experience if you find one of our golden tickets which is pretty cool i think that's neat so then you go back and you get to meet you know godsmack yeah. which is pretty awesome although i will tell you going into this yes that is an awesome experience winning always feels good but lower your bar for what backstage is like. I've warned you of this before. It is very much a, uh, it's like being in a steel mill. You get knocked around. You, it, it, like People are working. You smell forget, your roadies pushing you out and, of the way. People aren't happy you're back there that aren't famous. Like the only people that really, the funny part is the only people that are really happy about you being back there are usually a couple radio guys and the bands themselves. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of dudes working and they're, you're in their way. It's just another cook in the kitchen. And you'll get pushed. I guarantee you'll get like, you need to stand over there. Some swarthy, smelly, smelly, you know, guy, looks like he's yeah. been in jeans for months, like the same pair. And he's just, you need to stand over there. And you will get moved by someone that looks like you, you would hand him a couple bucks at the corner, uh, you know, at the Safeway. They look like beggars, but they are hardworking machines who have a time. That, and if they miss time, oh, do they? And you'll, that's fun, too. The, the backstage thing has become that Nigel guy. Yeah. He's yeah. a ball buster. And he's so nice. Hello, how are you? Everything's great. We're doing well. Hey, over there. Get your work done. I'm going to kill <laughs> yeah. you. I swear to God, I'll kill you in front of your kids. All right, I need you guys to come over here. We're going to meet Godsmack in a second. I hope you're all right. It's all good. I'm not kidding. I will kill you. He turns into Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wants just a tur- flip of a switch. Yeah. And then and then I've heard him, actually, because he's on like a, a PA and in everybody's ear who's working. Gentlemen, we're about 15 seconds before this stage has to sound check. And to me, it doesn't look like that's about to occur. So I remind you, I'll kill you. I'll kill you in front of your kids. <laughs> so let's get a TikTok on this. We're running late. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm Nigel. How are you? Is everything? I'm going well. Everything's going really well. I'm having a great day. You are? You threaten that guy and that guy and that guy. You'll kill him in front of his kids. Well, we're almost we're almost running behind. A tight ship. That's fun yeah, for does. me to watch. I love when and I that's see that's why, uh, for the most part, we've uh, taken the backstage oh. and set up a separate area outside the tent and bring the bands out there. It's far away. Yeah. Because yeah, we don't want Nigel seeing us and, and mucking up Keep the Keep out of his way. Dude, if Nigel's eight or, eight or nine seconds off schedule... Heads roll. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is it fun? And I said, but I'm scared of the guy. Like, he's like, all oh, right, you're doing the stage announcements. Right. I need you out there for like 12 seconds. Mic two, which is marked clearly out there. Don't go to the other microphone. I'm like, don't worry about it. I need you to lean up against don't this. Don't touch the yeah, microphone Don't touch either, it yeah. because it's fragile. <laughs> all right. And it plus, it's been, it's, if you just spark it even, it'll change the sound. Don't touch it. I'm like, all right. Or they'll hand me a wireless. That thing's on. So shut up. I'm like, all right. And you just stand there like a child in second grade just waiting for your turn in the recital. 
All right, you're up. Go get them. 15 seconds or I'll kill you in front of your children. Oh, I set my watch by it. I'm yeah. like, okay, all right, uh, gotta go. <laughs> get out there, Dewberry. And it's then, Brady. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go out there and like, hey, hey, well, how's it going, mother <laughs> Everybody having a nice night? Hey, KPD, here's $5,000. This is Doug Hopkins. Everybody God's back. And you run off not great work. Excellent job. 14.8 seconds. Your kids live. <laughs> Nigel's amazing. One of the nicest people in the world. But that dude, if, if you're back business, if you're backstage, if you win one of these passes, you'll know who Nigel is. Man, oh man, does that dude get it done? He's great. And I look forward to him as much as the bands. Because <laughs> I mean, how do you do this? You think about all the sh- and he's in charge of all of them. Yeah, everything down there at the Talking Stick and other shows. I see him. I'll see him wandering around in other venues just with that little headpiece and hi, hi. How are you? Good to see you, John. Hold on just a second. I'm going to murder you! Time, 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 go! So how's the fam? Like, great, Nigel. How's yours? Like, you are bipolar and amazing. And he's just sweet. The one or two and- band uh, events are a little bit easier. Now he's got Oh, that's six. nothing. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. stays on time. He's amazing. So find Nigel. That's my, my advice to you. Hey, uh, hey, there's nothing more. Hi, Godsmack. How are you guys? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Where's Nigel? Where's this? The awesome part of backstage is Nigel. Excuse me, Sully. I got, yeah, I got a Nigel. Sully, move. There's that English guy. Oh, are you looking for me? You better lean against the wall because there's a, I, I have no issues trucking you with all the equipment. I will run you down. He's got Solly pinned up yeah. against the wall. Not yet. Yep. I will <laughs> now run, take the stage. I will run you over with every ounce of all the equipment this band's got. If you're standing in this aisle in three seconds, run you down like a reservation dog in the road. Huh? Scoot over is what I'm saying, you dimwit. He's amazing. I love Nigel. Every time I see him, I'm like, oh, boy fireworks in three two and they're very controlled fireworks he's amazing and you're just hoping it not towards you sometimes it will be i know uh, occasionally my foot will drift out into that aisle where equipment's going back john i've warned you i've warned you <laughs> don't make me. what are you doing with your foot it's not behind the taped line is it it's not is it no i'm sorry no it's right and what did we talk about just a second ago but keep your feet behind the tape didn't we i mean did it register was it in your brain yeah and yet you still did it I'm afraid I'm going to have to kill your children. <laughs> like, I'm happening. Oh, that's a shame for Maybe you. Maybe you should have. I'm going to punch your, I'm going to punch your wife in the guts then. Okay. Now, you can't have children, so technically I have killed your children. Now, get your goddamn feet behind the tape. Okay, Nigel, you got it. And I just smile the whole time because I just love it. I'm like, I wish you were my dad. This is awesome. <laughs> you scream just right all the time. It's pretty awesome. Uh, another guy emailed me and said he had a vasectomy. His wife still doesn't know. So evidently, this is an epidemic. Wow. <laughs> evidently. I think it's a beautiful thing. thing. <clears throat> well, you like it a lot. But I damn mean, right. Oof, man, I tell you what. It is I a, like uh, men being men. Standing up for <laughs> exactly. get, get, doing what they want to do. That's right. It's their body. Selfishness is what you're God at. damn right. That's right. It's about time. Good for it's, you. It's our turn. <laughs> That's what I say too, but I'm, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be on the receiving end of all this evidence. Send it to me. I'm here. Uh, oh, yeah, send it to B Vestley at ninety eight kupd dot com because uh, I don't want all that coming. He's good with hiding evidence. I'm not as good at it. I call the police on everybody now, so uh, I don't like that. And if you're having vasectomies and not telling people, and I had a vasectomy, nobody knows. Eh, that's going to backfire, and somehow or another, I'm in on it now. I'm an accomplice. I don't yeah. want to be. So the dudes, I understand a lady just. Tried to blame us for it. We had a nice time with that. But don't don't start telling me that you've done it. And your wife still doesn't. No, that's no good. How do you get away with that? Like, who I, I, mean, I can't home? imagine that. You're the guy that you knew that had it for two years. How you get away with and that. And they're trying to have could. a kid. 
But you got to like you got to have somebody drive you in and t- so somebody's in on the game with you. Can you. Uber? No, any, you can't. Any friend that is a friend will take <laughs> you down there. Don't tell Sharon. You can't Uber to an operation. You can't. No. Why not? Because you can't. They they want to make sure you're getting a proper ride. Always, you have to have a ride home. Who's your contact? Who's your ride home? And then they like because I've given guys rides home from my friend Jim Wilson had his butthole checked. And He's had a to, professional. What, what's wrong with Akhenaton? <laughs> give me a ride home in his Prius. They always they came out and like vetted me. Like, can I see your like your who are you here for? I'm like Jim Wilson. Like, and you are here to give him a ride home, and you know his home address. I'm like, I, I don't know it offhand, but he, he's over here and here. Okay, and uh, could you identify Jim right now? He's the Asian guy in the wheelchair. It's on the Uber All app. Right, here we go. They just want to make sure they don't stuff him in the wrong car under you know They're some liable. sort of anesthesia. Yeah, and then you drive, and then some guy murders him out. In the Dexters are saying, two of them actually saying, turn off the location services on your phone. Right now, because of your vasectomy? Because of your vasectomy. If you're going to go do this secretly, <laughs> oh, yeah. make sure they can't follow There's you. There's also another thing I just saw I didn't know, where your phone keeps track and a list of places you've been. Oh, yeah. you got you. We we went through this a couple years ago. You turned it off because Brady had it a story about that. Oh, oh okay. I, I, I guess I didn't know if I had it on or off. You have the purple little arrow or a right. white arrow. Oh, that's right. Something. You know why? Because I remember every time I'd get in the car, it's like heading to the gym, John. I'm like, yep. how do you know? It's, it's 2 on? o'clock on Wednesday. Yeah. Most frequent place. Yeah, and then you'd be like, maybe dinner at Phoenix City Grill. That seems to be a fave. I'm like, stop telling me what I'm doing. How did you know? And it has a list of things that you frequent. Are we driving to Dr. Lynn today? <laughs> Damn right we are. <laughs> are we stalking that neighbor girl who likes to wash her car in short shorts? That's your 40th trip this week. To Hooters again, Tom? How do you know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Tom Wintermeyer's just said, Hooters, 883 visits since January. Station. He gets in the car Hooters and says, again? Question <laughs> mark. Uh, don't worry about it. I'll take you there. He just says three stations, yeah. Hooters, home. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Tom goes to Hooters so much his car became a Tesla. It just drives there on its own. <laughs> it's crazy. If you ever go to Hooters in Mesa, there's a sign-up. I just saw it the other day. I don't know if it's at the other ones, but it's got a big thing up front. It's parking for Tom. Like Tom Wintermeyer, <laughs> he loves the Hooters. It's a good thing. Uh, the other big story that's going on in the city is that uh, cart girl up at True North um, that was murdered. Yeah, she, no, not, it, well, she wasn't. They found her pretty fast, but she was murdered. Hiking mid-afternoon. Horrible story. And then a couple days ago, they put out some surveillance footage of what looked like Bigfoot. I, I, they got the guy yesterday, and they're not. Say, they will say today. I'm not sure if they've already done it. That there that there was DNA evidence, and he was in the database. And evidently, it's like this shouldn't have been on her. We're pretty sure that was him running. But the surveillance footage that they released to the public, I've I've honestly seen better pictures of Bigfoot. And in you know it's May of 2023, I've got the greatest camera I've ever owned as a side feature on my phone. How come? We can't get a clean shot of any bad guys. It always seems like bad guys are blurry. Dudes at ring doorbells who are, you know, Mormons. I can I can identify facial hair and zits and if anything's hanging out of there. Where are the good like Circle K video? We're looking for these two individuals. I'm like, those two blurry apparitions? I think they're two ghosts. I think we're... We got to get all the... Like, where's Apple with convenience store or trail safety surveillance cameras? Because this could have been real easy... Except for, I don't know, did you see the video? Or I the, did. The, oh, no. it, it's, I'm no kidding. It, I don't know how anybody was going to identify anything Let's off of this. Find it. Because it is just a ridiculous Bigfoot picture. 
It's and they're like people who recognize him would know he shouldn't have been in the area. And then I said, "Oh, I know what that means. Like it's a you know it's true north area, and there was probably a person of color running around on the thing in the middle of the day. So they're like anybody would have he would have been very easily recognized. The news said red flag. Yeah, red. He would have been people who saw him would have recognized he would have been very easily recognized. I'm like, oh, I gotcha. I understood that. But the, the picture they put out of it, the, the dude, it was a blurry human form yeah. running away on the trail. And you're like, you can't. And yet they got him. They got him off DNA, though. They're not saying yet. But even everybody's like, there's no way anybody identified that photograph unless he turned himself in. So evidently there's DNA evidence, and it takes a couple days to get that. So evidently, unfortunately, sadly found this girl's body. Uh, there was evidence of this dude on there and he's in the database Day later he's oh he's in days. the database days. well then he's yeah he's in the database i'm in the database for oh, DNA. Really? yeah because when my uh, bike got stolen i picked up the cruddy bike that they left behind because that's what meth heads do when they steal a good bike they leave their cruddy bike behind and i picked it up and moved it and then when the cops came they said we're going to do dna and fingerprinting i'm like i've touched the bike and they're like well in order to eliminate you we have to take your dna if you're up for it and I had to go through this series of questions and stuff, too, where they're like, you know, are you willing to do this? Because you do now know that you're, you know, if you commit a crime, we have your DNA on file. I'm like, whatever. Oh, geez, that's what that's, they got? That's the picture. There's the Bigfoot photo. That is photo. Bigfoot. Yeah, it's a Bigfoot photo. That's the one that we were supposed to identify the guy from. But if you look at it, he's clearly a dark complexion. Yeah, in the true north area. Yeah, and, and that's what they said. They, they Without saying it, they said... People who saw him going by would have noticed him. This is a Bigfoot video. Look at this. I mean, it's just... Yeah, that's the Bigfoot trail video of him, and he just goes running by. That's Bigfoot. People in the true north area would have noticed a Negro running around on the trail. <laughs> We're pretty sure you'll figure this one out. But it doesn't mean you identified him. You can't tell that, that, that dude. But they knew he's the bad guy, and then they went and got him. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning KUPD. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Oh, but DNA was the way. And I love that that's a thing because that, you know, but this story is tragically sad. Was uh, there a tie-in? Did he know her or just? I don't know any okay. of that yet. Someone was talking about that. The, I heard him on the news saying uh, it could have been, you know, following. Yeah, probably. probably a day or two She's a very pretty girl. Yeah, and was. figuring out yeah. her. And, and there, therein lies the rub with cart girls. And this day, like, oh, I hate saying this day and age so much, but it, like today, people being unable to differentiate flirting with being in love. Weirdos can't do it. Cart girls are a different breed. They are basically a time machine of woman that takes you back to about 1978, but they look like Pornhub girls. Brady and I are guilty of this whenever we golf, and you see the cart girl coming up and like, let's see what we got today. Because sometimes you get one with bat wings, and she's like 62, 
and it's disappointing to all the golfers. And then sometimes you get a college girl, and she plays the game. And as a guy, I don't ever go up and go, hey, sweetheart, how you doing? But I've seen people do it. My buddy Dave is horrible. He, he calls them sweetie and a princess and darling. And everybody's like, oh, God, you're making us sick. And they eat it up because they have to. They work for tips. And sometimes they flirt back with real dirty talk. Very funny. And so to the wrong ears, a cart girl is, is showing interest. I've known plenty of guys who have thought the cart girl's into him. I'm like, dude, she's going to go to the foursome behind us and use the same lines and the same. It goes back to what my friend Chuck Powell used to always say, and he broke his own rules a few times. You never f*** the tipped help. Ever. Don't fall for it. The beautiful waitress is not into you. Sometimes you might get into that. But for the you know. Mm-hmm. Mathiah works in a bar. She oh. plays the game. And Absolutely. it's a dangerous game. Yep. Because sometimes those the Hooters girls, sometimes those dudes. Oh, scotch. Uh, yeah. You know. they, it gets in their brain like, she likes me. Those cart girls, I always think of that. This, this girl is a very pretty girl who kept herself in shape, running around on trails by herself and things like that. And I would venture to guess that she probably winked and nodded and did her cute thing to the wrong dude. And the next thing you know, he can't handle the difference. Either that or I mean, they let him on the course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's allowed out there. But yeah, True North is very yeah, they're very exclusive still. And talk about a time machine. Oh, go, okay, golf courses are time machines because it's like wow, I'm, this is the most lily white place I've ever been. I feel like I'm in the fifties. But yeah, those cart girls, man. I it, that's I, I'm I'm probably fifty fifty. On whether or not they'll be around in the same capacity in the next few years, I don't think that's a safe or a comfortable. I think environment. they will be. I think, uh, so. I, I think golf's going to be a tough one. I think eventually there's going to be a movement to be like no more of this. The only thing they or, could or, do it, or they just it's just automated, right? Where there's a place that you go there. I think that's coming. Yeah. I think that's the way it's going to have to be. It's like they might set up extra bars. But right now, the whole purpose of the cart girl is to make the guys half bonered up while they golf. And if you and drink enjoy more, your experience. And they drink more. That's and the, tip more. Yep. And they start throwing money around. They don't dress up in, you know, sweatpants and a T-shirt. They're dressed hot. They get their role. And it, to me, when they said it's, that, it's dangerous. I love it. But it's, it, you know, it's a recipe for bad. It is not a good thing. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often where there's... But car girls are the facilitators of it. They're usually the ones that land the first dirty joke blow or, you know... I remember that one girl that was there. I didn't even say anything to her and she goes, you want two straws? I like to suck hard. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yes, whatever you just said. I'm half... I can't swing a club now. I'd golf, but my... get in the way. I'm like, oh... (laughs) Remember we got drunk that time and Tripp turned to us and goes, I think we're going to get her pregnant. I'm like, oh, my God. We were all like this lady. And he wasn't wrong. Like, she was flirting so hard. But that's their jobs. My brother and I, when my brother was in town, uh, what was it, last month? We nailed one. We played True North and the attractive blonde hair girl. And I don't know. Well, maybe. But it's, it's, a, weird, it's a weird thing. Because we've golfed. And whenever you get a cart girl, it's... You know, some housewife just killing time. You're upset. This guy makes a good point. He's seen the sur- Cody. You've seen the surveillance video too. Because this surveillance video brought to you by Atari. Yeah, yeah. That's it looks like it's 16 bit. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Like, and I'm like, where we have all the like the uh, no kidding. My my buddy just got back from Morocco and he's showing me photos. 
And I'm like, man, did you bring a pro photographer? And he goes, no. The girl I was with took pictures on her phone, and she's good at it. I've never seen better uh, landscape photos in my life. And he's like, she's amazing at it. And I'm like, and that's just her iPhone. He goes, yeah. It's ridiculous that we have surveillance videos like this and iPhones in everyone's hands. Like, it's crazy that we can't just get. And there's great cameras, ring cameras. My Arlo cameras were the cheap uh, thing. And those worked great until they didn't. And now I got a new system up that's like ridiculously clean, but bad guys are blurry. Evidently, the guy on the, on the horseback with his uh, VHS recorder got the foot <laughs> right. of this guy running. <laughs> yeah, it's the weirdest. Let me fire up the tape. <laughs> Give it a second. I'm going to film that black guy running down the road there. That's not normal around these parts. <laughs> then I got Jamie Serretta sitting there going, people in the area would have noticed him. Oh. Saying it without saying it. I see what you did there. I the see what's going I see what's going One of the solar panels got off the roof and ran away. I see what you're saying there. Uh, it's wrong, but okay. But they knew it was him. Flip, so, who was here a couple of weeks ago, was in that film festival, and he said two or three of the films were done all iPhone. on the phone. Yeah. All iPhone. HD. The only issue you'll have with that is sound with a film. But if you're just taking pictures, it's crystal clear. At the time, filters were invented because the picture's too clear. Like, I can see my pores and, like, a rogue hair growing out of my cheek. And I'm like, all right. That was I, very noticeable the first time. My pores? I started to see the um, HD on some movies mm. that are supposed to be, um, you yeah. know, period pieces. Right. Well, like, that looks too new. You don't know about this, but when HD hit porn, it was eye-opening. The brown eye opening. There's a lot of stuff you didn't want to see in no. HD that you discovered. Like, oh my god! I didn't pimples realize. Pimples and pimples. I didn't realize the balloon knot did that during that maneuver. Like you started seeing lines and squash spiders were very present. And yeah, and then you started to seeing razor burn that was never on the old tapes and up close shots of dudes with butt zits and like, okay, HD's got to. We got to clean it up. There's a lot more, uh, you know, Accutane. On butts in porn than there used to be because they got to clear up all those butt zits. That was disturbing when HD first hit porn. Oh, some of the Fiona flaps and things like that. You start seeing stuff folding out and like all of a sudden there'd be a like a red thing and a pink thing. I'm like, oh, that was all normal a second ago, but now it's got colors. It's like she's pulling handkerchiefs out of a clown's pocket. I'm going back to my VHS stash. Yeah, I'm going to go back to that blurry sand in my eyes porn. But we don't have that with surveillance, and I don't get it, because that Bigfoot thing. And they, they managed to get them. So DNA is the only way. But There's a certain point where the news just has those things for the salacious video aspect. Because they did a thing the other day with some lady wandered into a Circle K and tried to hold it up, and she's got a gun. And, like, the video is just this blurry black hair. Like, all this, the surveillance video stinks. And I'm like, well, this is pointless. Don't show me she's five foot four or five foot nine. I'm like, okay, Mexican. I'm like, they're all five four to five nine. This is you narrowed it down to an entire species. Species or race? I guess I don't know what the difference is. I'm not a scientist, but we got to get better cameras up to catch bad guys. That story is terribly sad. But again, I don't think I don't think the cart girl thing. I think it's that's like kind of that last nobody talk about it. Uh. You know, other than strippers, the the world of sexual harassment that's still allowed, the world of oppression that's still uh, and it's volunteer volunteer work. I mean, these girls are in it. I'm surprised it hasn't gone too far more often. 
it's uh, when they're good, um, which a lot most of them are. No matter what, having that cart, that is a revenue for oh. the golf course. Yeah. No matter who's running, it's amazing how much. But, you, but that one girl at the Raven, she's funny. Yeah, and like she was a blast, and she started. You know, she wanted to drink with us, and you're like, oh, and in the wrong hands, she becomes like, I'm gonna hang out afterwards and see if she wants to do, it. and then follow her home kind of stuff. I, I, I just, and I'm amazed. I, I'm saying this not that it should happen. I'm amazed it hasn't happened more often. Where cart girls, and I'm sure cart girls don't talk about it, but they've got dudes following them around a lot. I would imagine that the girl that taps you on the ass and goes, ooh, nice, because it's happened. I've been in foursomes when it's happened. I've been on the other end of the girl smacking a guy in the ass, and it's like, hey, well, yeah, you know you want to do it to me. So and I'm like, ah, mm, this is awkward. And then she leaves. I'm sure the wrong brain sits in the bar at the end and waits for her to go home. I'm sure that happens a lot more than we talk about it. And, and this kind of thing, which is horrible that happened to this girl, if this traces back to her cart, uh, we're going to start talking about that whole yeah, I understand thing. that. I'm not because against it, but I've it's been, not you know, right. Able to just making out only, and that's it, right? You know, and yeah. You don't stalk it. them or follow them around. Yeah, but yeah. You try to kiss them on the course. You've done that, where you've grabbed a girl, you start to act like you're going to kiss her because it's no, there's no holds barred with cart girls. <laughs> My greatest cart girl story is from the Brendan. Brendan Donnelly, former baseball player. It's the best story I've ever heard in my life. And it was next to me. And it's hard to make me cringe. Brady did it when he asked Fred Goldman where the gloves were. <laughs> that made my stomach fall out of my butthole. This was probably the second worst time when the cart girl came up and she was older. And uh, Brendan was new to the valley. And he turns to me while we're paying for the cart girl. And he goes, hey, uh, you got a good dentist? And I'm like, yeah, I got a great dentist. I'm like, oh, and he goes, why don't you give her uh, his card? <laughs> and the girl had Meth mouth. teeth all she over some, the place. Yeah, she needed some work. Oh. And I'm standing next to her, and I literally audibly went, oh, with a hand over I my credit off. card. I drove off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I got a, I got a foreign the language. Like, don't so bad. See you the tea. <laughs> and then he walked away from, why don't, you give, why don't you give her his card? Oh, he did it because your mouth's a mess. We all saw it. And now you know. Ruined the round. <laughs> oh, I was done. I'm like, why did you do that? And he's like, ah, she's got a picket fence for teeth. I'm like, stop. <laughs> also, she didn't know. Well, now she knows we yeah. know. You're supposed to hide that and then talk about it later like a decent person. Behind her back. She got a thousand dollars that day. Oh, us. I, 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 it was like somebody kicked me in the stomach while I was relaxed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, how big of a tip did you leave Thank her after you these thousands of dollars? In fact, I think I just said here it's an Amex with no limit. It's yours. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Oh, are you all right? Uh, uh-uh, I'm not. Look, <laughs> I am so sorry, Mrs. Jaws. That was uncalled for. <laughs> Whatever happened to you where that you these teeth switch sides? I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, it was the that even and talking about up that, that story we can't even talk about. Oh yeah, we're, we're, we're teammates of his. We're banging wives that were, and he was in on some of this, and his wife was around that, and his wife was doing this. I'm like, what is going on in the Pittsburgh Pirates organization? I don't know. That dude's here today. We're best friends now. I'm like, what? He sounds like a great guy to hang Brendan out with. And then we found, and then I, I found out later that day that Brendan and I played Little League Baseball together in Albuquerque. Wow. I'm like, you're familiar. Like, I know you. And 
And then it, it dawned on me. He like, was like, there's a chick on our team. Yeah, remember? Oh, that was you. Remember when I bo- well, there was a chick on our team, my sister. <laughs> I, I remember boning your sister. What were we, eight, nine years old? You too, huh? He was so good at baseball. We were, I think I was eight and he was about to turn eight. And we were playing in the 10 and 11-year-old league. Because it was, there is that gap when you're kind of okay at baseball where you don't need to play with the five and six-year-olds. And so we kind of, had, and Brendan was home runs. He was a little fat kid. Knocking the crap out of the ball at AJ, you couldn't stop him. And you just—he's one of those guys you just knew something's different about him. He's—he's he's better than all of us, like by a lot. I pitched. Uh, I played uh, with Albie Lopez, who ended up playing for the Diamondbacks and a few teams. He had that same thing, where uh, on the All Star team, you knew when we were playing Mesa, and we were Mesa Southwest. He was Westwood, right? He was Westwood. Yeah. Oof, and he went stabby. to, uh, yeah, yeah, he was stabby and good at pitching. And you just knew when Albie was on the hill, we went and played. You know how to swing a bat. We played Mesa. I got a hit off That's Albie true. Lopez. That's like my highlight. I got a triple off of him. I was I switched to a Pete Rose stance to try to be smaller because I was short. I'm like, it can't get a pitch by me if I'm down here. And I just stuck the bat out. He threw it so hard, it took off. And I'm like, that wasn't, I don't even know that I hit it more than I just kind of bunted, bunted hard. <laughs> and it went to the fence. And I'm standing on third. Then Mike Peepenbrink was supposed to, Bunt me home, and he missed the signal. So there I was, dumbass, and trying to steal home. And, and the whole crowd's like, what are you doing? I'm like, he's supposed to bunt. It was a suicide squeeze. It's not my fault. Suicide squeeze against Albie Lopez, who's throwing 90. Dumb. And he just didn't pee. You were four stood. steps off the bag. My the catcher back. already had the ball. Oh, he was waiting for me, like <laughs> punching the ball into the mitt like an old-timey catcher. And I'm standing there halfway. I got into a rundown. Anyway, that beside the point. But <laughs> Albie Lopez had that same thing where we got to that all-star game and we see that big dude pitching and whoosh, you can hear it. And like, oh, we're, we're going to lose bad. That dude's a pro in waiting. But, yeah, Brendan had that same thing. But then that car girl thing, holy smokes. You got a good dentist? Oh, yeah, I got a great dentist. Why don't you give this lady his card? And then he picked the drinks up and walked away. <laughs> and I hear him laughing on the other side of the cart. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm Ted Knight. Oh, God, boy. Oh, 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 oh. So sorry. Mm, mm, funny. He's not wrong, but, oh, it's uncomfortable. Oh, oh, truth. Truth bomb. And then she's like, like I can't understand you through that mess. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Mornings KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. <laughs> Look here, Sharky's machine. Don't say any words. Let's just act like this never happened. Here's a massive tip, and I'll go talk to him. Oh, he was he was laughing. You should have seen your face. I'm like, you son of a bitch. That's a person. That's a human being with feelings and like a heart and stuff. I'm not hearing that from you. I'm like, you yes, you are. That's how bad this was. Is that I'm telling you that was terrible. Top that. I'm a horrible human being, and I think you're awful right now. But I definitely want to hang out with you pretty much every day from here on out. Brendan was awesome, and he'll probably fire up. Oh, somebody told me you were talking about me again about that cart girl thing. Wonder if she got her teeth fixed yet. It's been like 12 years. <laughs> no, she killed herself that night, you bastard. Anyway, yeah, the cart girl thing, it's a, it's a strange world, the cart girl thing. Oh, this Cody's right. He sent me a picture when Butters went to the Hooters equivalent on uh, South Park called Raisins yeah. and fell head over heels in love with the waitress. He's like, hey, baby, I love you. You're the best. And he's like, what? He didn't understand the attention. My first time at a strip club, I turned into that guy. 
She sat down at the thing next to me, the hottest one. Making a laugh. You got oh, a credit card? That. I want some beer. Do you want some? You can get, get some beer? And I'm like, yeah, I want to get beer with you. That sounds fun. And then my buddy Kurt, who didn't get it either, goes, dude, I don't know. Is this how it works every time? She's into you. And I'm like, this is easy. Why are we even going to bars? You got beer in your car? I want to go drinking with you. <laughs> I can get it. <laughs> and then she's asking for credit cards. And I'm like, I got a credit card. I'm a grown, grown man. C- credit. I didn't realize there was a prostitute thing going on. She was going to charge me a few hundred bucks to just go hang out in the car together. But I fell for her. It was immediate. Like, she loves me. And I think I love her because she's naked and that's my goal. And we're already past all the work. So, yeah, some, some brains can't do it. And I think you can admit it with me. It's a, you can't behave the way you can towards a cart girl towards anyone else. You couldn't do it with a waitress. You can barely do it with bartenders. Cart girls, it's a different animal. The golf course is a different place. And there is there is a, I don't want to call it a lack of respect, but there's a mutual understanding that the rules no longer apply. Just don't touch them. It's like the old strip clubs. Don't touch them and you'll be fine. And sometimes they touch you. And there's, there's you know boundaries that are just different there. And unfortunately, things like this happen. I'm not saying it's because of the cart girl situation, but... Beautiful girls flirting with the wrong guy. Yikes. So I've always, I've always kind of had my eye on that cart girl thing because I've, I've always thought somebody's going to, some, something terrible is going to happen and then this whole thing has to be examined. Because even a guy like me looks at that like, this is trouble. Like one of these girls is eventually going to snap from the, I was with my dad, this is years ago, but my dad and his friend, we were golfing at Ken McDonald. And the guy we were with saw the car girl, and he's like, man, oh, man, the ass on that one, what I wouldn't do. And she's a foursome over, and he goes, look at that. That is just a, whew. She comes over and hugs my dad's friend. Hi, Daddy. And the embarrassment and pain oh. that went through because that was his daughter, and he <laughs> kept it quiet. He kept it quiet for a good 10 minutes while this dude just talked about raping I'd eat her poo. That kind of thing, yeah. I'd eat the corn out of her all day long. I bet it smells like flowers. And I'm sitting there going, yeah. But I didn't say anything because I'm like, she is hot. And she comes up and hugs that. Daddy. Hi, Daddy. Hey, baby, how are you? It's good day. And then we buy that. Oh, no. Here's an Amex with no limit. It's yours. It was awful. How awkward was the rest of the uh, awful. Go- go- absolutely <laughs> awful? And it was like the fifth hole. Oh. Awful. And the apologies. No, he won every bet. He just kept saying, Ron, I am so sorry. Like, I had no idea. And I, you know, cart girls, we all talk. I'm like, ah, it's all right. She's a beautiful girl. You didn't know. Why didn't you say anything? It's like, yeah, just letting you have your fun. Oh, God. And then he'd, he'd hit a ball. We'd be like, good one. I'm so sorry, Ron. <laughs> He's like, forget it. It's no big deal. Damn. And then, but then Ron would play the game. Remember, he'd say, just remember that cart girl's got a dad. She's somebody's somebody's daughter. When you talk like that about her, <laughs> we're just crying. Like it's okay, dude. You're gonna be okay, Kevin. I shouldn't have said any of that. Yeah, but you did. So it's out there. And now we all want to. Ron knows now that you want to. Give his daughter a tossed salad. And it's out there. It's nothing you can do about it. You want to f*** Ron's daughter in, in a violent way. You've made that very clear. I mean, we all do, but we uh, all do, he, but we, he knows that you we do. Kept, <laughs> we kept it together. My dad also knew 
And he kept it down. So it was almost this moment of like, boy, when he discovers what's about to happen. Mm. I will tell you, though, it was uh, still sexy seeing this gorgeous young girl get out and hug one of our force and going, Daddy! Like, all right, Ron. He's got, oh, <laughs> oh, my God, she meant that. That's a real dad. That's a DNA match. I knew she had daddy issues. Oh, yeah. damn! Oh. oh, yeah, she likes him old. Ooh. That made me hard when the car girl hugged you and called you daddy. That is my goddamn daughter. Oh, you're still playing the game, player. It was terrible. So the car girl thing, even from me, I don't want to see it go away, but man, I can't. Everyone that I talked to, I mean, the girls that did it, said it was great. They love it. it. They love it. Until they don't. Yeah. And there is that moment. Well, you don't love it when it's... uh, Windy and cold, and well, there's no one out there, and you just driving the course all day. Mathia no will one's tell buying you. anything. She doesn't love the clients. <laughs> she, like, and she, she, she yeah, knows. there's a reason the, why the Hooters you girls love the don't love the guys at the bar talking about their butts, but they know what pays the bills. They're but, still in the game. But those car girls love getting in their BMW when oh, they yeah, when yeah. they get off the their payoff, shift. You know, the they're not getting in a Corolla. Completely, the payoff is worth it. <laughs> well played. <laughs> <laughs> the payoff is worth it. They're using their assets, so to speak, for yeah. means to an end. But eventually, none of them like it. None of them sit back and go, this is a dream come true to be treated this way. They play the game, and eventually the game gets weird. I've been there when it's weird. You have to calm some guys down. Like, calm, quit calling her sweetheart. It makes you sound like the creepiest guy in the world. Giggle at her jokes. Play along, but don't get involved. She's heard it all. She's heard it all. Ronnie was a cart girl for a couple of years. Was she? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. And she probably was like, ugh, this is awful. And she she said, made some I money. Mean, she said the same thing. Yeah, the money was great. But the dudes are, t- we're, we're horrible on the golf course. Yeah. And it is. It's a, it's well, a, it's, it's, it's a time it's machine. Same thing. Money is great when you're at the, when you're uh, on the wait staff at a restaurant. Right. But it's the same thing that customers are. But it's not. You you know the difference between the way a table treats a waitress and the way you treat a cart girl. Cart oh, girl, yeah. The but time I'm machine the, the, values are different. Like going except on a, Hooters. That's a different. Well, Hooters. You know. And even Hooters still has kind of a less than the cart girl mentality. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, except when take... Tom Hootermeyer walks in the door, you know. But <laughs> Well, his, his isn't so much verbal. It's just that strange, steely gaze. <laughs> You know, when somebody's staring at you and they're only a foot and a half away, it feels wrong. <laughs> but yeah, and cart- Avery at uh, Hooters is at Hooters, and yeah. she is a cart girl too. At, yeah, like she three knows. days a week. Yeah, but it's, she's got to be driving a Bentley then. Ah, we'll get them up there to Tactical Black. They need it. But it's a sad, sad, sad story up there at the Turn North. They keep talking cart. I hear cart girls. I even cringe a little bit because I don't think you've been on the golf course enough. You wouldn't want your daughter to be a cart girl. It's, it, it, you wouldn't, you, you've seen it. It's ugly. Like the treatment is bad. And then also she has to be an a, a, objected or subjected to this. And I love it personally as a guy. I'm like, that's great. She's playing the game. That, but I just see the bigger picture being like, oof, eventually one of the clubs is going to get like in trouble and they're going to be like, we're not doing this anymore. We're going to get sued. Like, and it, the country club gig, it would be decent. Like usually country club country. girls aren't yeah. good. Most oh, really? Time, no. What mm, I'm just, most it of the depends. time, it's public yeah. courses that hire the local, you know, post-high school cheerleaders to be. Oh, I thought a country club ones would be. Uh, oh, okay. I've seen some pretty most solid of, ones, Every but... country club I've been to, it's an older woman. PVCC, is, they're, they're all older ladies. 
trying to get Mesa a guy. Mesa wasn't. No, what, so much, it was okay. Yeah. But they weren't hiring. It's Mesa. Good luck with that talent pool. <laughs> MC. And plus, then you got to deal with all those horny, weird Mormons out there. That's a strange thing, too. Country clubs usually have a lot of girls' outings, too, like ladies. Too, so the, the girls don't That's get tipped why. as the, well. The wives won't let them hire. Right. And, and once you get the women involved and they're actually footing half the bill, the cart girls, the, suddenly the talent of the cart girl turns into a little bit less. Public courses is the place to go. Expensive public courses are usually the good ones. Yeah. So just letting you know where, based upon where to hardcore harass. Fees. Yeah, it's based on where the money is. But I'm waiting for the day that that all ends. I, I, that's, that story is incredibly sad. But that surveillance video was Bigfoot. When they showed it on the news, I'm like, oh, Bigfoot killed a girl up in Scottsdale. How terrible. And I wanted that dude caught because that's just, it's frightening to think that somebody can't take a walk and not be in jeopardy. But that's the world we live in. It's terrible. But give me some surveillance footage where I can actually help out because I'm willing to rat people out. It's my new me. Sorry, Brett. I just really enjoyed calling cops on that guy this morning. It was fun. Unbelievable. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning, Brett? Nothing for you. <laughs> uh, wake up song. You got rats by ghosts? <laughs> yeah. Uh, wake up song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Uh, well, obviously, Saturday, you guys are all going to be busy at U-Fest, but uh, Sunday is a great day to hit the trail, and uh, hit the trail you should. Go yes. on over to Action Ride Shop. Pick up, pick yourself up a bike. If you're not sure what you want, you can rent one. They got all the knowledge. And if you got the, if you got one in the garage, they got the best wrenches in town. They'll get that thing back on the trail for you. And uh, while you're out at U-Fest, you can talk to Josh and the boys because they're going to be hanging out with us. So ActionRideShop.com or check them out on all the socials. People are asking me, did you meet Miss New Booty in a bar? Actually, I did. Was she working? Yes. No kidding. Yeah. I was one you of the few the that actually, yeah. Till two in the morning, hanging out. So, were you stalking her, following her home and stuff? No, no, actually, I was. No. Did you know someone who knew her, or did you meet through that? Uh, Not really. I mean, I knew I I knew one of the other bartenders there. No kidding. More than her, and then it was just kind of one of those deals. You were the best option in the bar for her. Believe that? What kind of bar is she working? I'm still shocked. (laughs) She don't work there anymore. Oh, it's a different bar. All right, <laughs> yes. she can't work there anymore. Yeah. You know, now they know. Yes. They, well, that's more dangerous because those dudes at that bar knew, wait, we had a chance? I thought it was all a game. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, on the list, we got uh, the Authority Zero, Snot, Body Count, uh, Gray Days up there, Fozzie, and a couple of suggestions for Godsmack with it being U-Fest tomorrow, Bad Magic, and 1,000 Horsepower. I don't think I know 1,000 Horsepower. It was two albums ago, I think. Was one it? album ago. Yeah, it was one of the singles. Bad Magic's good. That's firing a little bad magic. A little right. U-Fest concert psyching rock for Kumato. Well, that's good stuff. Tomorrow's going to be a hell of a show. We're going to blow it up for you, and it should be a blast. So we've got, uh, you know, and it's, uh, it's a, I don't know, Seis de Mayo, which is the six. So we're going to have all that extra Mexican beer out there tomorrow that doesn't get drunk up today. Uh, Godsmack, I Prevail, Nothing More, Fozzie, The Warning, Gray Days, The Black Moods, all great bands starting tomorrow right around 2, 2.30. They're going to have a list out today on our website, on the social media pages, telling you set times and when to show up and when your favorite band's going to get on stage. And trust me, Nigel, the Englishman. They'll be on time. They'll be on time. So if you see a band that's going to go on at 2.45, 3.45, or 4, they're going on at 2.45, 3.45, or 4.45. It's happening. Nigel runs a tight, perfect ship. It's awesome to watch. Uh, so I would imagine uh, somewhere around 2.30 it would be a first band, but that's not official yet. They'll announce it today at 5, the actual times. And then, you know, go down there, tailgate. We're going to have plenty for you to do. Action Ride Shop's going to have stuff. We've got uh, 
the arcade out there that's going to be doing stuff. Plenty of drinking and goofing around. Uh, you got it all. So Australia, Jalisco, Kona, big wave helping us out this year, and we thank you for that. They got Retro Starfighter, Starfighter Arcade is doing it. And they got, they got like a little shopping area, too. Dixon's going to have clothes. Yeah. And uh, Action Ride Shop's got their deal. You'll see Dom over there. Oh, yeah. yeah. You might uh, want to get there early. To get Dom the, Dom's going to buy all the Dixon yeah. stuff. That's probably very true. You got it? Oh, uh, yeah. A Godsmack's on? I wonder, I wonder if... Uh, Winter Starfighter is going to bring the Moonwalker game again. That's all we played for. Oh, I forget. So I missed a band last year that I wanted to see because Moonwalker. When we played Michael Jackson's Moonwalker for an hour, <laughs> pedo game. The whole game is Michael Jackson rescuing kids and then putting them in a room. That is Moonwalker, the video game. Like if I Amazing. made it, if you I made it, that. if you made it today, you'd be like, "This is so wrong." Like I can't believe you would do this. Like this is, but it is the whole game is Michael like rescuing orphans, like. Children, yeah. like parents, they make it real clear that Michael is there to save the children from bad things and then stuff them in a safe room that only he's allowed in. It, it, it's, like he, it's like he wrote the game himself. And he has to moonwalk and beat up bad guys and then steal their kids and then put them in a, like in a kennel. It's crazy. And we played that for hours. And we're going to get to the next level. I mean, what happens at the end of this game when Michael's in a room and he saved all the kids? I mean, this is going to be like... He's going to look like the Bellagio just firing off onto these baby bird mouths. All right. Anyway, uh, it'll be fun, but they'll bring that game out. Please, for God's sakes, bring that game. Uh, Godsmack will be taking the stage tomorrow night and just crushing it for us. U-Fest is here once again. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.